Yes, you heard that right. Uh, in the past week, I have fired three people. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, what's going on, my fellow and future house flippers? Hope you guys are all doing fantabulous. Today, we're going to talk about something a little different. I am going to be teaching you how to fire people. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, In the past week, I have fired three people. And that's, uh, I've hired and fired a lot of people in the past 10 years, um, except for the time when I had to let everybody go from my satellite dish business. I've never had to fire three people in one week. So, I know a lot of you out there, a lot of people think, oh, Justin has it so easy. Everyone he hires is just perfect, and he has this magic formula. And, and you know, I do. There there are absolutely techniques and ways to uh, hire people, but it's not always perfect. And so today, I'm going to talk to you about the three people that I fired, why I fired them, how we went about it, lessons learned, and this will help you so much as you are out there looking for people uh, who can work for you. You know, I have I have no regrets in letting, um, in, in even hiring these people, I should say. I shouldn't say letting them go. I don't have regrets of that either. But I have no regret, regrets in hiring these people because sometimes it takes a few. And I would be more than willing to hire three, four, five people just to have one of them work out because it pays off a hundredfold. But if you can avoid some of the mistakes that I've made and learned from the lessons that I've learned over the past 10 years, then you're going to be way better off. So let's get into this. The first person I fired, I call this the quick and dirty breakup, okay, um, was our bookkeeper. So just a couple weeks ago, I was heading to San Diego from uh, to my mastermind meeting there in San Diego, and I received this email. Let's back up a little bit. First off, uh, about a month ago, we we hired a bookkeeper. Uh, we had several people on our team that were entering the books, and we just realized they were all way too busy, and we needed to kind of bring it in-house. Our accountant was doing some of it. My mom was doing some. Jessica was doing some. We thought, okay, we need to bring this in-house. We need to have one person doing it and just help everyone so they have a little less on their plate, and they can do their task better and accomplish more within their more um, individual task, right? So put this out on Facebook, I found a person actually pretty quickly. Now, I want to explain why I hired this person so quickly. You know, basically, she, like the first day or second day, we found someone. She lived here local to San Clemente, and she had all the experience we were looking for. We brought her in for an interview. We didn't set up any other interviews, and we talked to her. She seemed very qualified, and we had a meeting of the minds. You know, she was willing to work from home. She asked to make between $14 and $17 an hour. It all worked out great. We hired her. I said, okay, look, you're going to get paid $15 now. In six months, you're going to go to 16 And within a year, you'll be at 17 And she was really excited. We were excited. We decided to start part-time. As I often teach you guys, start part-time. Because then training isn't quite as intense. Now, because she was a bookkeeper and she already had experience as a bookkeeper and she's going to be entering data, um, I didn't feel the need to... Go. I'm, it, it wasn't going to take my time, right? My team was going to be training her, and it was going to be pretty easy. There wasn't a ton of training involved. 
because of the job. We still started part-time and we both agreed that in a few weeks we would be going uh, full-time. And it was great because she was excited to be able to work from home, not have to drive to this office and commute. Um, but that was kind of our agreement and we were just going to kind of test all the waters. She was going to get trained and then eventually go full-time. So just a couple weeks ago, about two, two and a half weeks ago, after she'd only worked us for two to three weeks, we said, okay, you know, things are going good. You're getting trained. We still got a lot for you to do. Let's take it full-time. And, you know, she was excited. We were talking on the phone. Um, I could sense that she wasn't super excited to tell her current boss or other boss at the time that she wasn't going to be working for him anymore. I guess she'd been there for a few years. Uh, but she, you could tell she was really excited that she's going to be able to go full-time. So we said, okay, so when when are we going to make this happen? And, and I was hoping for a couple weeks. Really, I would have liked it to happen the next day, but out of respect um, for her current employer, and I would expect the same for someone with me, um, I was thinking two weeks would be great. But she was asking for like a month. And I was like, ah, how about can we make it three? And she said, okay, that works. But my boss is out of town, and it's going to be about, it was I think it was like six days until I got back. So she was going to let him know at that time, like, okay, that works. Three weeks done. Let's do it. So then a couple of days later, I'm driving down to San Diego for this meeting and I get this email from her. Now, this was the same day she was supposed to let her boss know that she uh, would be no longer working for him and giving her two weeks notice. And the next day we had this you know, intense training set up with um, our accountant. He was going to be teaching her about entering HUDs and just doing all this more more complicated stuff. And so I get this email from her and she's basically, she gives us all these reasons of this and this and this. And then she basically says, and to keep it short, she says, I, I need to make 20 to $21 per hour and I need an office to work out of. Um, and she basically says it's because now I'm going full-time, which is weird because she wanted to go full-time, right? Uh, it would, She was talking about how it would save her money on gas and time and all this stuff. And it was really strange. I was like, what? Really? And anyway, so very quickly, um, I talked to my wife. I gave her a quick call. I, you know, we were going down to San Diego. I wasn't driving. I talked to my wife, and we both knew that, okay, you know, time to let her go. So all I did was respond to her email, and I said, hey, so-and-so, thanks for letting us know now rather than later. We've enjoyed working with you, but it looks like it isn't going to work out. I'm going to a seminar right now, but we'll touch base later on how to transition out. Um, how does it just now get you paid, etc.? No need to worry about the training today. I guess the training was today. My bad. Uh, was, so it was that same day, all right? She said, Tara will let um, our accountant know. Thanks again. And then this is her response to me. Okay, thanks for getting back to me. You guys ran the ad as part-time remote, even though in the meeting we talked about it being full, going full-time. That's what she wanted. You offered $15 an hour, which I accepted. Uh, then you wanted want me to take on full responsibilities of all bookkeeping, and yet you couldn't even tell me what blah blah blah. Anyway, it's just at the end she says you wasted my time and Jessica's time, and Justin. It's not about perception. I don't know why she said that. I think the correct words are assumption on your. Anyway, it was really crazy. It's like, wow. Anyway, <laughs> so this person seems so sweet, and we met them and and qualified, and then. 
wow, I mean, all of a sudden she's demanding like significantly more than what we agreed to. I didn't even give her the $14 that she was saying 14 to 17. I started the 15, then she go up to 16 and 17. Um, and she was really excited about that. And so then, so this is, um, okay. Then my wife emails back to me confirmation. We made a good decision to let her go. I said, wow, seriously. Um, anyway, so this is, this is interesting, right? I call this the quick and dirty or quick and easy breakup because it was like, we, we hired her quickly. She seemed qualified. She was qualified for, for what she was doing. Not amazing, but, but pretty good. Um, it was easy to train her because of the task. It was bookkeeping. We hired her, hired her part-time. We didn't put a lot of work into it, into training her. There wasn't a lot of emotion involved. Um, it was just someone who was kind of doing some basic level stuff for us, but we very quickly, you know, she was already demanding within weeks, like a significant higher pay, um, and to work from an office it, we could tell, oh my gosh, we, we know what this is going to look like. We've seen this before. So we just, we just said, Hey, it's not going to work out. And I thought, you know, she might respond. I thought, you know, there's a good chance she's going to respond. I don't want to play your games of, you know, giving her everything she wanted, which was out of, out of hand, which was not what we were looking for at all, which is not what we talked about. Um, but I, I didn't feel like playing the games, but I thought, you know, she might come back and be like, oh, I'm sorry. We might talk about it on the phone. She's like, I, I was silly. I don't know why I said that. And then maybe I'd consider it, but I still didn't really want to at that point. It was like, you know, once you start this, it's just going to keep going. And I'm all about compensating people for what they're worth and I'm um, giving them raises over time. And, you know, having a mutual beneficial relationship. But when they start doing that, and this was just crazy. It's like, where's this coming from? So, but it was, it was an easy hire. It was an easy fire. She actually helped us get caught up on all of our books. So it wasn't like we just spent several weeks training someone and wasted a bunch of time. Um, it actually went, worked out just fine. And now we already have hired someone else. So, that is the quick and dirty <laughs> um, firing. And lessons learned from this are, you know, when you hire someone part-time and it's an easy job, it's, it's not really that big a deal if it doesn't work out. Like in this case, it just wasn't that big a deal. Another lesson learned is keep in mind when you hire someone who you might know or might be family and things like this happen, it can be kind of awkward. But for this person, boom, a quick email. Hey, not going to work out. Okay, thanks. Nice knowing you. Goodbye, right? Um, so just keep keep some of those things in mind. So the next firing is what I call the mutual breakup firing. Now, mutual breakup. So it wasn't necessarily a firing, right? Firing, I guess, technically is when you, you're fired, you know? So I've had a lot of mutual breakups. Um, and I'm going to just talk about back in the days when I was dating, right? <laughs> that's how some of the, the breakups went as well. But a lot of mutual breakups as far as like letting people go. And in, in this case, it was actually our um, someone who eventually became, I hired him as an acquisitions guy. Then he became project manager. We tried that out for a while. And at the beginning, it just wasn't totally feeling right. It was like, okay, what are we missing here? Like it felt like uh, he, he was doing an okay job. But it wasn't like full-on ownership. I got this. I want this. We're going to make this happen. I was just kind of like doing his thing, right? And a few things I realized. Um, 
it was his first real job after graduating from from college and i just think the lack of maybe work experience and real life experience maybe uh just felt kind of like just kind of do his thing you know nine to five type thing and, and you know just uh kind of chill in the evenings which i'm good at people chilling in the evenings i like i like a uh I like to have balance and structure and, and have people have boundaries, but I like them to take ownership too. And sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, right? Whether it's put in the half day on Saturday or, or get some things done or work a little later or work, work a little earlier, something. And bottom line is we just weren't feeling that fire and that aggression that really helps make this happen no matter what it takes. I got this and um, taking initiative and control and, and all this stuff. So we had some good heart to heart discussions. And it was kind of slow at first, but in the second heart-to-heart discussion, I said, hey, this is, you know, being very direct, boom, things turned around. And this guy was amazing. Like, what he had done, it was it was amazing to see, and it was really cool. It felt really good um, to see that and to see that change and growth, and, and we loved it, and, and he loved it, and I think it was great for him. And so we were, we were really excited about that. And then a few weeks later, he... Um, he went on, he had to go on this, this trip, had to, did whatever you want to call it. And it was like a little, someone was getting married, but then they had a little trip as well. So, okay, cool. You know, it wasn't my favorite for the timing. Cause it was like, he was on a roll, but we're like, okay, let, let's get this done. Let's, let's do it. Sounds good. And when he got back, things were, were just different. And it was kind of back to, um, the old same self. And it was interesting cause it was the same time, you know, I fired, this girl on the way to this meeting. And then I see Vanessa there and we're like, you know, it's just not working out. We're going to have to let him go. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. Fire two people in one day. No big deal. Right. Um, but we decided to wait kind of till the next week, just kind of see how the next few days went. And, um, you know, sure enough, just a couple days later, he reached out to us and said, Hey guys, you know, I found, I found another job. It's been great. I really appreciate it. Yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, so he kind of, I guess, actually, in a sense, quit, right? But I call that a mutual um, breakup because he saw it coming, we saw it coming. And in this case, it's it's not like um, the bookkeeper firing was like quick and dirty. It was like, we really, I really care about this person. And I'm actually really excited for him. And I'm glad that he reached out to us. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm glad that he reached out to us and let us know the situation. Um, and, and that he was going, he wasn't passionate about this, right? It wasn't his thing. Like Kel and Vanessa, like they are super passionate and, and Jessica now, and, and uh, these other people, they're invested, they're passionate. They, they love what they do. I love what I do, right? You can tell it, you can feel it. And this person just wasn't his passion. It wasn't his thing. He didn't see it as this is going to be my career. This is just kind of a job, right? And so as much as we tried and pushed and it maybe worked out for a while, and I think he saw it could be his career for a while, he just wasn't feeling that. So, and that's part of the reason why we were going to let him go. I could tell that as well. And overall, um, it was it was for the good of everyone. And I'm really excited for him, actually. Um, he's, he's got another job that I think is going to work out better. And it's funny, you know, as the, the call is my brother, um, Derek calling and my brother, Derek has, he actually worked for me before and it was kind of a simple, a similar situation. You know, he had a job that he was doing that wasn't quite as, um, he never had like a super demanding job, you know, he's kind of doing his nine to five type thing, had an hour break and then was done after that. Right. And, I hired him a couple years ago and he was, he just, I just needed more from him. You know, whatever that meant, we weren't buying a ton of houses at the time. He was my acquisitions guy. And 
it, it just, we mutually decided, hey, this, this just isn't working out, right? And now, um, you know, at the time, he was making just like $3,000 a month, like not a ton before, before I brought him on, right? And now he's, he develops apps and he's making, you know, a strong six-figure income a year. Um, it's kind of changed his life. So I, I feel like, and I've had this happen a few different times with people, it just wasn't totally their passion. And, um, you know, I've seen my brother grow so much, like his work ethic and he's taken ownership and he now owns his own company. So that has worked out, right? So I'm hoping the same thing for, for this guy. I hope he learned a ton. Um, it was good. You know, he, it was a lot of training, a lot of work training him. Um, but it was a management position. We needed him to fully own it and want it bad. And it kind of happened. I feel like he progressed. He got he helped us get a lot of good things done. And at the end of the day, we thought, you know, we just need someone who's full on, full board, ready to rock here. And so it didn't work out. So um, so that's the second one. That's the kind of mutual breakup. And, and that's how a lot of them happen. Um, I would say probably about 50% of the people that I've stopped working with, uh, it was kind of a, a mutual breakup. Now, this third and most recent breakup um, just happened a few days ago is the breakup I like to call, I've drugged this relationship out for way too long and I'm no longer buying your garbage breakup. So this guy was actually someone who was helping me with my online education um, business. No, this is not not Kyle. Kyle's the man, for the record. Uh, But kind of a, I don't want to say a third-party vendor because in my mind it's almost like we were kind of going to be partners. He was going to help me with a lot of my... uh, online marketing and you know I was paying him five thousand dollars a month plus he was going to get a little bit of equity over time after he helped me do some things. So um you know we we decided to do this project together that he said would take 90 days and I kind of made sense when he laid it out to me why it would take 90 days. I just figured would be working on the project hardcore the whole time, be talking and he'd get to know my business and really help me. You know, he had the expertise in the marketing and I'm I just know about real estate, right? And he would really help me uh, get the the message out there to more and more people that that I'm trying to get out there. So it was cool. I was like, okay, cool. This guy's gonna be fully invested, even if he has a little bit of equity. He's gonna be fully invested, and it's gonna be a great partnership. So anyway, started out okay. Um, I felt like he was kind of diving in and getting getting some effort going, and then the next few weeks it was just kind of felt really slow. So the first month I was like what is going on here? Like, what is this guy actually doing? But like, okay, on that 90 days, we'll, we'll kind of give it a go and see what happens. And then we'd have these weekly calls, um, which I would have liked to have, you know, talked more, heard more about what was going on, get more updates. But I have these weekly calls and I started to see this pattern of, it's like, okay, well, everyone knows what they're doing. Let's just keep going. It's like, okay. And then we had this one call where I didn't feel like anything was happening. And I said to him, I said, um, you know, I don't really feel like there's, you know, there's a whole lot going on. He's like, I'm, I'm busy and I've got other clients too. And he was at a seminar at the, at that moment. He's like, I'm at a, I'm at a seminar right now. And, and then caught himself. And he's like, no, but I'm, I have plenty of time for you. And you know, I'm, I'm really putting a lot of effort into it. So it was just really interesting. And finally, after 60 days, you know, I, I talked with Kyle and Tara and it was like, okay, we can drag this thing out for another 30 days or we can, go at it on our own you know we've learned a lot in these last 60 days not you know not particularly from him but from other things we were studying um, about marketing and we thought you know let's just give it a go but I had I had one last call I actually wanted to talk to him a few days before the breakup just one-on-one him and me right 
I didn't want to do the whole public thing and, and make it look bad and, and really dig in, give him that one last benefit of the doubt and, but really be very direct and say everything I thought I was seeing and how I didn't feel like I was really getting my bank for my buck. Um, but, but he couldn't even set up a call. <laughs> we could not even set up a call to talk to him. My partner has paying $5,000 a month and going to give some equity to. Um, so we, we did our group call and we were on the call and I was just filmed things out and just, uh, try. And I said, you know, what, what, tell me what you've done in these past two weeks. And we hadn't talked in two weeks because I was, I was gone the week before. I said, tell me exactly what you've done the past two weeks. Cause I had researched and I thought, okay, all he's done is spent like 10 minutes to create this shell of this outline thing he did. Right. And so he tries to, he starts from the beginning. He's like, well, from the beginning, I did this and got to, and he was just like dragging this whole night 60 days out, like, and trying to make it sound like this big, long, huge thing he had done. I'm like, okay, that's great. Thank you for, you know, repeating what we already know. What have you done exactly in the last two weeks? And he's like, well, I built this thing out. And I'm like, okay, I, I looked at that. It didn't look like it really had very much to it. And I actually think it was someone else that did it for him. It was just something that he gives to all of his clients, I believe. And I'm like, how, how long did that take you? He said, it took me uh, two hours. And he's like, I'm like, okay, so you've put in two hours into my business in the last two weeks. Um, and he's like, well, you're not you know, paying me for the time I put in, are you? You're putting, paying me for my expertise and you're paying me for what I'm going to do for you. And I'm like, okay. But bottom line is, first of all, I really don't think he put in two hours. And... <laughs> I was like, okay, but bottom line is this could have got done a lot faster. And he goes on this whole spill about, no, this process takes 90 days. It always takes 90 days. You can't do any faster. And there's like a couple other people that work with him on the, on the call. And he's trying to get them on board and be like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a long process. And, um, the funny thing is one of the software they sent me with this process was called 10 minute, you know, whatever the, the process was. And so even the software he sent me, supposedly you can do it in 10 minutes, right? Which, I don't really believe, but, um, anyway, push came to shove and I was just like, look, man, like bottom line is you are just not doing for us what we feel like needs to be done. It's not moving fast enough. He's like, Oh, but it takes 90 days. I'm like, yeah, 90 days to have everything perfected, you know, within 60 days, in my opinion, we have, we had gotten through a very small part of the process. We hadn't tested anything out. And in his mind, it was like, okay, we have 90 days, so I'm going to drag it out to the very end so I can keep getting my $5,000 from you and keep you as a client, and I've got other, I can do other things. Bottom line is I was not a very important part of his business. I was just another guy that he had as, as a checklist, right? And um, I just had to recognize that because it was so easy to buy his garbage for two months, right? I, I drug it out way too long, as it were. But the old me would have continued to buy his garbage for probably several months more. And I am embarrassed to say that. And that's what I did with my very first partner, my satellite-ish partner. He would give me this garbage about how um, he you know, could get more done than most people. And that's why he would come into work every day at 11 or 12 and then leave early. And, and the truth was he wasn't even getting anything done. I mean, anyone who tells you I've had this happen actually like three or four times Anyone who tells you that they can accomplish more in a few hours than they could if they were to work longer, eh, I mean, I get it if you're working over eight or 10 hours a day, right? Then there's a law of diminishing returns that happens, people get whatever. And I, 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 like, I like people have a balance too, but really, 
I mean, when someone's that lazy, uh, so anyway, that, that was, that was my, uh, my first partner, right? But this guy, I don't know, man, it was just the craziest thing. This guy just, and he believed it, like he believed his own BS basically. And I don't know if he really believed it or if he was just so like such a salesman that it was almost believable. And then, so anyway, I was like, look, this isn't working out. Let's just move on. Let's just part as whatever you want to call it, right? I don't, you know, don't burn bridges because I know this guy. I know people who know this guy and, and whatnot. But um, I, I just said, no, man, this just is not working out. And so what's crazy is in the past uh, few days, it's been like five days, it was, it was kind of a crutch for us because we weren't really moving forward in what we felt like had to get done because we were counting on this guy to do it and waiting for him. We're just kind of do, 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 right? And then in the past few days, we have accomplished more on this project than this guy had accomplished in 60 days. And it's basically gone live, right? And and now we're able to tweak it and do some things. And not only have we accomplished more, but we started a whole new project and done way more. Anyway, I would say we've accomplished five times more than what this guy with the so-called expertise accomplished in 60 days. So you gotta, you gotta not buy people's garbage, whether that is an agent, whether it's a contractor, whether it's an employee, an accountant, I'm telling you, they will all feed you garbage. People will feed you garbage all the time. And sometimes it's very believable, but you got to trust your gut. Okay. And you can have First, you have the conversations. First, you kind of have, you know, conversations, then confrontation. And then at the end of the day, you got to cut ties with those people who continue to feed that that garbage to you. You've got to trust in your gut. You've got to know when it's time to um, to break off those relationships. And so that's what happened in this situation. And, you know, once again, I wish this guy the best. I have no true hard feelings. Actually, I think he's doing really well in his business, which is why he didn't really have you know, a lot of time for me. And I think he just kind of got overloaded. I wish he would have admitted that though. He would never admit that his ego did not allow him even from the beginning when I would call him out to, to admit, yeah, I've gotten overloaded. Hey, why don't we, let's work this out. You know, I'm going to give you a discount here and I'm going to do this or, uh, maybe you guys can help me out with this, but pay me less. But he just never let that happen. He got greedy. You know, his ego got to him. She tried to convince us they could take it all. And it's like, you know what? I didn't get to the point where I'm at by believing garbage like this. So keep that in mind. You know, I have it I have it happen all the time. And Vanessa and I we kind of joke about it now because it's something that we used to buy into and now we no longer do. You know, now she's like, no, it's it's I think we almost have like a code word for it. It's like I told her, I said, people will tell you stuff. And it's like blah 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 blah. But then you like believe it because they sound so confident. But then you sit back and you think, wait, hold on. Like no, this is not right. And you've got to continue to ask questions and dig in and dig deeper until you really get um, the answers you really need. So, um, all right. Well, that is the three breakups, uh, the quick and easy or quick and dirty breakup. You got the mutual breakup and then you've got the drug it out for too long and I'm no longer buying your garbage or your BS breakup. So, all right, guys, I hope you got something out of that. Um, not, you know, the most positive and like happy-go-lucky type podcast I typically like to do, um, but it's it's a part of this business. 
And if you are going to be successful in this business, you've got to work with people and you've got to be able to be direct with people and sometimes have confrontational discussions. Um, you know, people don't like that. Even I, you know, my, my friend Doug, you know, called me a while ago and was talking about someone who he'd recently hired and some things were going on. Like, do you tell him, right? <laughs> you got to tell him. Um, you got to tell him. I used to tell Vanessa all the time. She'd call and complain about something. And did you tell him? You've just got to speak your mind. You've got to tell people. Um, you've got to be direct. And you deserve it. They deserve it. So they can have a chance to change or have a chance to move on to something that works better uh, for everyone. So um, it's just part of the business. So part of the business. I love keeping things energetic, upbeat, and um, kind of uh, optimistic on this show. And, and it is. I really believe it is. I believe letting people go for the right reasons uh, will make you a lot happier in the long run. It'll be make you more successful and they'll be happier. And it works best for everyone because it's what needs to happen. So, all right, guys, that is it for this week. Get out there, make some things happen, fire some people, <laughs> but seriously, let go of some of those relationships that are holding you back that might be dragging down your business um, or you even personally. And, um, Make it happen, right? This world is so full of opportunity, so much opportunity out there. You just got to keep doing those things every day, the daily, consistent, persistent actions, and and make things happen. I, I Look, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you guys. Justin at HQ.com. Let me know how things are going. Let me know about the successes you're having. Let me know about the struggles you're having, and I'll address those on um, some upcoming ep- episodes. So, All right, guys, that's it for today. We will see you all later. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. 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 All right. That's all. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your your ultimate house flipping resource. For intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.